0: This episode of Breakthrough Success is brought to you by the E.B. Bennett Group, a company which helps its clients generate more leads for their businesses using LinkedIn. So if you are looking to get more leads for your business, a steady stream of prospects and customers, you can learn more and talk with Elisa Bennett over on her website, Bennett. Dot .com she helps people to get those leads and she can certainly help you as well. Let's jump right into the episode and if you guys do want to follow up, links will be in the show notes. Self-publishing is an exciting opportunity because you get to publish your own book and make money through the royalties. But there's a lot more to making money with a book than just getting book sales. So in this episode we're going to talk about how do we maximize the earning potential of your book and really turn it into multiple income streams? Our guest who joins us today is a former government accountant turned to entrepreneur and self-publishing strategist. He's the mastermind behind the Wealthy Author Podcast and the hashtag One Book Away movement, which teaches entrepreneurs and speakers how to write, publish, and turn money-making branded books into multiple streams of income. Our guest who joins us is none other than D. Orlando Fortune. From this point on, he'll just be referred to as Fortune. So, Fortune, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, I appreciate
1: you, Mark. I'm glad to be on the show, man.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success and with self publishing. I do feel like too many people focus just on the book royalty. So, can we just peel a little into this and just I wonder if you could share with us, what do you see as some of these income streams we can use, uh, we can get from our books?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, so in my process when I'm working with, with authors, uh, the first thing I talk about is thinking profit first. I want them to know right from the very beginning, even though you're writing this book for a particular reader or a particular customer you want, or someone who might be your ideal prospect, that you need to think about how this book's gonna serve you first. And then you write the book so that it serves you by serving them. But it's going to ultimately come back to what I do in my last step, which is understanding um, the different ways you're gonna multiply your outline and turn it into multiple income streams. And what that looks like is uh, very simply, right off the bat, I mean, your one book can be turned into an audio book and things of that nature, turn it into different formats. That's simple, easy level. But then, uh, as I talk about in the, in the last chapter of my book, um, the four-hour book, I give about 20, no, 30. I increased it to 30, because I updated it recently, to 30 different ways of turning that outline into streams of income, such as consulting, coaching, um, you have VIP intensives, you have retreats, virtual summits, workshops. Uh, you want me to keep going? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many ways to, to take that one piece of uh, uh, that one idea, because I re- absolutely believe there's a uh, there was a quote about there uh, was that was, uh, was said something about, and I'm brutalizing. I'm going to be brutal with the quote. <laughs> but basically, it says that books are put you into the idea business. Books are about ideas, and so you're just con- basically conveying that idea. And now, in order for you to actually make an income, a steady uh, income with that you need to monetize that idea into other software products services there's research that shows about less than one percent of published authors actually live off the royalties so um that's the hard thing to do <laughs> to try to be in that top one percent
0: and when you do Repurpose your book such as through an audiobook. I have a few of mine as audiobooks. I've actually narrated other people's audiobooks as well. And then you look at training courses, you look at intensives, you look at retreats, you look at summits. Mm. All those things have far more revenue potential than the book. A coaching client, hundreds of dollars each month from one person. Mm. For books, you'd have to sell hundreds of them each month. So it's important to think of what you want your book to do for you, not just what you want it to say in the book. So what are some of the ways that we can use our book to lead people on that journey? Because it's one thing to say, I want to do a virtual summit. It's another thing yep. to use your book to cultivate the audience who is ready for that summit. Awesome,
1: awesome question. Um, and the key to understand here is that your book is the entryway into your business. And if you think of it as an entryway, then therefore it becomes a marketing tool, meaning that I'm going to, I may use the book as the beginning of my sales funnel. I absolutely love the idea of sales funnel. Um, and it's something, it's a concept that's been around for, since the beginning of time, you always start here and you move on up, uh, move on up to higher and higher products or whatnot and services. However, um, when we look at the book with us being in the information age, people are looking for content and more than likely, they're not going to read your book anyway. Like literally, I'm one of the few people in the world that will read a book from cover to cover and that includes the copyrights. I'm looking at everything, but I'm a rare type of person because I'm, I'm in the self-publishing space. So I want to see what people are doing. So I'm a little weird like that, right? Um, but I read it from cover to cover. Most people will not do that. They might read the, the second chapter if you're lucky, okay? So one thing to do is to start offering ways for people to continue that conversation with you in the beginning of the book. That might be something like uh, jump on a free lead magnet you have or grab some free resources. And once they jump into those free resources or jump, grab that lead magnet in that sales funnel, you're offering the next step in their, um, in their customer journey which might be to grab a little small product, to grab a coupon or something like that. If you've got a physical products, it, it to continue moving on to the next step in that customer journey, which is all the way up through your core offering or doing even more done for you, done with you products and things of that nature. And that works not only just for consultants and service products. Um, I, like, I like giving this example, uh, Mark, because when we look at a guy such as Joe Polish, Um, we, we learned that Joe Polish is what he's a guy that came under Dan Kennedy, one of his greatest, very, very good student. Plus he's a recovering addict. So he's a heart, um, his heart's in the same place for me being a recovering addict. And he he offered when he was trying to grow his carpet clean business, he offered these consumer buying guides, which was basically a small PDF, a small dot, a book that talked about the different, how to choose the right carpet cleaner, how to uh, price everything right, what's happening in your carpet. So you kind of freaked out about, oh, that's in my carpet. Yeah, you, yeah it is. You need to come hire me, right? That's what it was set up. It was a small book. That led to you him giving a free carpet cleaning. And then, and of course, he upsold you into cleaning your whole room and your whole house. And then he upsold you into a recurring subscription through him coming out every three to six months. So it doesn't just think just, I got to sell information. It works in other aspects awesome.
0: And I love that example because I feel like when people look at self-publishing examples, it's a lot of people who have courses. It's a lot of people who do coaching. But... There are ways you can use this if you are creative and you think about what you want your book to do for you, and then you think about an actual sales funnel. You get a hundred readers. If one of them joins your coaching, that's so much more revenue per reader on average than if you just look at the book royalties. (laughs) There is value to the book royalties because that means you're getting sales and. If you're not getting book sales, you have no one in this funnel. So no matter how good it's set up at the end of the day, you still need sales. So I'm wondering if you could share with us some of the things that best works for you to get people to buy your books.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, mm. So for personally, I like to use the sales funnels. I like to drive traffic to some sales funnel. Um, I'm more interested in getting the book in people's hands than I am with them actually, um, well, basically I'm having a book as opposed to having a physical copy where you might make more money off of the the book nowadays. Earlier days of uh, internet marketing, you made more money off a PDF. You sold it for $20 or $30, $37, $27, and you made more money then. Now people value, because of Kindle, they're expecting to get their book for less than nine ninety nine, right? So you don't make as much money there. But my point again is to get it to people's hands. And that might mean if I'm in a Facebook group, I might be talking, helping someone with whatever it is related to business, because my books, I help people, uh, entrepreneurs write these books to grow their business, I help speakers write these books to grow their speaking business. So I'm in uh, Facebook groups, um, on LinkedIn, Instagram, and I may offer my book to them for free. That gets it into their hands. Okay. And again, it gets them into my sales funnel. Um, That is one of my key ways of getting the book in people's hands is getting on social media and I'm moving more into paid ads to drive traffic to um, a page where uh, they can grab the book for free right now. That is what I'm moving into, but it's been more of me giving a free copy away to people. Now I give a whole bunch of those away, They're not my ideas on the wealthy author podcast that is one of my key questions because i interview other authors that are using books to grow their business and i ask them what is your key marketing uh strategy like give me a key uh, your key to mark uh, book marketing and promotions and i have all types of ideas on there from people doing billboards um mm-hmm. to people teaming up with the the government um, with, for education system and selling packs of their book to the students. And so they're selling hundreds of books there. There's like so many ways to do that. You gotta find the one that feels right to you and that you're gonna be consistent. You gotta commit to it. Cause it's easy to be like, all right, I wrote it. I put it out there. I'm not, I'm good. Like God's gonna do the rest. And sit back. <laughs> but you gotta do the work. And so you, I, I really help, I ask people to Uh, focus on which one are you going to do the most? Which one are you going to stay consistent with? And it's easy for me to stay here and be like, Hey, I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna email you my book. I'm gonna email you my book. I'm gonna (laughs) gonna send it to you.
0: And with the free book offer, there's a lot of value in a free book and people see that. So this is where you get the scenario of a bargain hunter. They see free and they pounce for it. Mm. I do a KDP free promotion. I get hundreds, if not thousands of book downloads within those few days and that's something that doesn't happen with the paid version the free when you make it free you get far more people to engage with your content now i just want to make sure we are on the same page here do you do when you do free promotion is it a pdf is it kdp five day or are you doing the free plus shipping model so it uh, both (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and, and all of them so
1: it depends on the book so my my first book uh, unlimited potential i that book was written for me to help anyone that's trying to, to overcome un, uh, limiting beliefs um it's about uh, the subtitle is how to stop living with fear doubt and uncertainty and i wanted to help a lot of people just overcome the stuff that i was trying to that i was overcoming in my life so that book is still part of uh kindle select so i can still run the free promotions on that However, when you're in that program, you're not allowed to offer that digital book anywhere else. Right now, here's a fun, Here's the thing. I don't know how Amazon knows stuff, but they know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they find stuff out, man. And so, with my other books, um, two I have right behind me, the, but the most recently, the Four Hour Book, I don't. I don't have it in Kindle Select for that reason because I want to be able to give that digital version away. I don't wanna I don't wanna get slapped by Amazon because they're you know 80 some percent of the books sold are sold on Amazon. So I don't wanna get mad, I don't want daddy to get mad at me. I want him to allow me to use his his, his store, right? So I don't use it there, but uh for my other books I definitely do.
0: And for people saying, well, why would I give away the free book? Oh, it's yeah, let's say it's two dollars you make on the royalty. Would you rather make $2 out of the royalty or have engaged email subscribers? So that's the big reason why you do want to give away free books. I'm interested in you giving away the PDF though, because I feel like a lot of authors are afraid that you give the PDF file and it's going to spread online. Now, maybe that's something you want, but I just feel like when you have the PDF spread, like why would someone buy your paid books? I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that or some of the things you do to prevent that.
1: I, you know, I don't worry so much about my information going out there. And 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 this will tell a little bit on myself. I was one of those guys who was a bargain shopper. I literally would look for ways, like I would look for a book and then I'd put like PDF behind it. And I'd try <laughs> to see if I could find a free copy of the book. Um, so I, but that, what that did was I was building this hunger for the information. And when it came time where I had enough money to buy products and services, I went back to those people that I was getting the free stuff from because they're the one who introduced me to the content. I got familiar with them. I was consuming that stuff. And if you've written your book in the right way, you shouldn't care how they get it in their hands because inevitably it's written in a way that it's very persuasive. They're getting to know your story, they're getting to like you and you're the one who helped them. There's this thing we talk about, um, Robert Cialdini, in his book, uh, Influence. He talks about the power of reciprocity and how it, how it's so overwhelming in our brain that when someone does something for us, we almost are automatically drawn to help do something, do something for them in return. You see it in kids. If, you, if one kid's being nice to you, uh, one kid's being nice to another kid, the other kid wants to do something nice to them. Automatically, it's already ingrained in us. So when I give you information that's transformative, not just a piece of... Marketing in your book, or some just dribble, just like whatever, a whole bunch of words on a page. But I'm offering you a transformation through my book. You automatically feel this desire to like return the favor, even if that means giving the book to someone else. You need to read this. And then they become my customer. I don't care. It needs to get in people's hands. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want people uh, taking my stuff and then white labeling it and things of yeah. that, neighbor, that, 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 uh, that nature. Um, so you got to protect yourself in that respect with copyrights and things of that nature. But outside of that, no, get in the get in many people's hands as possible. I don't care. It's written to make them come to me anyway.
0: And that's a very great mentality. Fortune brings a great point. If you write your book the right way, you don't care how it gets into people's hands. Because if you promote that strategy call at the end of your book, which is something I do, because that's my approach with the book to get coaching clients, it could be something else based on what your strategy is. But you get people to see the end of the book and complete it. That's something that you love to see as an author. And that's how the book turns into multiple income streams. And We did touch on some of those income streams before. Some of them are pretty easy to set up like coaching. All you really have to do is say, here's my strategy link. And then when you actually get someone, that's when the real work begins. But Mm -hmm. virtual summits, intensives, Mm -hmm. retreats, courses, those definitely take a little more work. So I'm wondering if you could share with us, how do we approach these income streams? Do you recommend we do one at a time, a little bit of each at the same time. What is best works for you to be able to capitalize on as many of these as you can?
1: Uh, Again, that's in the first step. Um, In the first step of this process, uh, if I lay out with you, here are 19 plus ways that we can monetize your ideas. And you can decide which one of those are best fit for you. And I tell them to choose three of them. I tell them to choose three, because usually of those three, there's probably going to be a real a low ticket one, and there's going to be a mid ticket one, and there's going to be a high ticket one, and that might look something like here's something you can do do it yourself, which might be a course. Here's a done with you, which might be group coaching or something of that nature. And here's a high level, I'm going to do it for you, um, consulting or something like that. That those typically be are the tiers: do it um, do it yourself, do it with you, or done for you. And that kind of is is similar all across the board in this information market. Now, when you're doing stuff like retreats and things of that nature, that's a little different. So it depends on how much you're gonna charge for the retreats. It depends on how much you're gonna charge for the workshops, whether that's a mid-tier product or that's a high-tier. And that's kind of the thing. Low, mid, and high, to keep it real simple. However, if you're just beginning, you only need one. <laughs> you, have, you need to master getting people to your to your to your book to start your funnel off and then get them to buying that next product and now you may have the other ones mapped out but you got to focus on getting that to start converting from a um, from a prospect to becoming a lead which means they have giving you their information for your book in exchange for you giving them the book they give you information that becomes a lead to them becoming a customer a customer is someone who's buying that means that first small product they buy now you're like okay now we can, mold, we can move them through the funnel and learn more from this customer and keep offering them other things. Because you don't have to have the whole thing labeled out and fr- um, built out in front. Because if they buy one time, now you just make little offers to them. And you work on build, getting better at building your offers through emails, through doing live streams, invitations to whatever it is you may be doing, webinars or things of that nature to get them in there. Let um, me give you another example here. There is a, would you believe, one of the best-selling, uh, uh, the the best companies in out of the Midwest, or excuse me, in the Great Plains, is a mattress company. that, that starts their products. Uh, their products are, uh, their sales funnel. It starts off with a book. Wow. They sell high-end mattresses, and they started off with a on their sell, on their website. It has on there um, a book called "Get Better Sleep." So you read the book about how these little things about um, how to get better sleep. And then, of course, the, because you bought it from their website, you're like, oh, I would, I, you know, they train and teach the customer on what to look for when they come into the store. Here's what I need. Here's why I need to sleep. And here's what my problem is. And now when they come in and say that in the mattress store, the, the salesperson diagnoses them right then, writes them a, basically a prescription, and finds the right mattress to help them. They started off with a book and they're selling high-end mattresses, bro.
0: (laughs) Wow. I I love the different examples where, again, we are drifting away from just the model, uh, which is what I do of the free offer to get someone on your email list, Mm -hmm. leads into a training course. You have something like a coaching or a high-end as your high-ticket And I love how this drifts away from just that approach. So you can be a business owner and use your book to get the leads, to get the customers. If you're a local based, or if you're in any industry, the point I mentioned earlier, just be creative with the approach. And when it comes to income streams, fortune's really on it. Just master one of them. You can add the second and the third later on. But when you do get someone to buy from you, Mm-hmm. that takes the relationship to a whole new level. And I think if you guys have really enjoyed this podcast episode, you should definitely take this to the next level when it comes to how much of Fortune content you consume. I know we've talked about the Wealthy Author podcast, which mm-hmm. we will throw in the show notes, but where else do you want us to go to follow your work and journey?
1: And you can find me at D Arlando Fortune, like all over the internets. <laughs> all on these virtual streets if you type in d arlando fortune you'll find me and that's um, my my middle name is arlando that's like orlando but with an a a r l a n d o and then um i've actually updated my 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 last best selling book it was originally called how to write your first book in less than 4 hours which is a great title <laughs> if you hear the whole title however i've shortened it down to 4 hour book the four hour book. And so that will be that that book itself is where you can go get introduced to all of my concepts. And I've updated that book with better with new stories. Um, the content's the same. I've just improved it. And you can grab that at fourhourbook.com. Of course, you I mean you can go there and you can get your free copy. <laughs> <laughs> Practice what you preach, man. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what you want to see. You want to see someone say, do this, and then he's doing it. And that's exactly what Fortune's doing. You can see it through all the links we'll have in the show notes. Definitely make sure you grab your copy of the four-hour book. I'm going to grab my copy as well. I got to see what that's all about. But Fortune, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today.
1: I appreciate you, Mark. Thanks for the opportunity, man. This has been fun.